0: It is the 14th episode of the Running My Mouth Podcast. I am your no adjective host, Erin. And allow me to run my mouth for a little bit. So let's see. If the well, I don't I don't even know why it wouldn't come out when it's supposed to, but by the time you, dear viewer, are watching this, I will be either on a plane or in an airport, about to get on a plane to go to a very beautiful locale to spend my Thanksgiving. And I'm honestly very much looking forward to it. I think by the time, by the time the next episode rolls around, it'll definitely be after Thanksgiving. So, you know, I'll give you all the rundown by then. But, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm not there now, so I can't really talk about it. And also, you know, because by the time this comes out, I will be there. I'm not going to say where I'm going mind your business. I'll I'll keep that to myself. But, um, yeah, actually, I'm trying to remember, you know, since it is the Thanksgiving season, usually we have Thanksgiving just, like, at our house. I'm trying to remember. I can't really remember the last time we've ever actually traveled somewhere to spend Thanksgiving, like, in a different place, and if we did, it was usually with family, but, um, the place we're going, we don't have any family there, so it's kind of like a, Thanksgiving and like a holiday all wrapped up into one um so I am pretty pretty much looking forward to that that's gonna be fun it's a place I've never been before um and yeah it'll it'll, it'll be a fun a fun nice time I'm manifesting it because I already know it's kind of far and I I know the travel is just gonna be really hectic but you know I'm not gonna be the one flying the plane so I can just like fall asleep and it'll be fine um so you know, I have that to look forward to, but I still have to drive some distance because the airport here in Jackson sucks. So I, I was really, I was really trying my best to find, you know, a flight out of Jackson to where I'm going, but they just don't have any. Well, no, they straight up just don't have any, um, and they didn't have any coming back either. So I'd have to fly into a different place. I hate that I have to drive a prolonged distance to get on a plane for another, you know, long amount of time, but it'd just be like that, you know, y- you live in a city with an airport, you think you're gonna have this unfettered access to the world, and that's simply not the case, <laughs> so, yeah, because, you know, if, if you do want to fly somewhere, either, you basically have to leave the state to, like, get to an actual, like, worthwhile airport, which is, like, so lame, I don't like that, I don't like that at all. I don't know who's in charge of the airport, but do better. And it's kind of crazy because I don't think the Jackson Airport is the only one in Mississippi, but it's definitely the only, like, major one in Mississippi because, like, at least with Alabama, you have Birmingham or Mobile. Like, those are two major airports. And then you have the one in Montgomery that's, like, a municipal airport. But we have, like, one and maybe one in Meridian question mark? I don't know. There might be one on the, but then again, if you're on the coast, you might as well either go to New Orleans or Mobile to like fly out. So there's, I don't even know if there's one on the coast. So air travel options in the state of Mississippi, not super great. Um, so yeah, that's, um, a wee bit frustrating, but I am manifesting peace and flights leaving on time, because man, yeah, we're just—it's—it's the—it's the holiday season. You can't really expect too much. So if my flight does leave on time and doesn't get like canceled or delayed, I'm gonna consider that like a miracle. So, I mean, not only that—you don't even have to worry about flights leaving on time. You gotta worry about when the flight does take off. Are people gonna lose their domestication? I don't know. Usually. Well, I won't say usually, because anything is bound to happen. And I'm not trying to speak it into existence, because I don't want it to happen. But I've not heard of anyone getting wild, wacky, crazy, and insane in our airport. um, Or on a flight leaving from our airport. So, it'll probably be fine. But any other airport that I have a layover in... It's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. You You really don't know. <laughs> so we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, got some travel coming up soon. That'll be fine. Perfect opportunity to take lots of beautiful pictures. I'm glad I have this lens that I have now because, um, I mean, I've had it for a while actually. When did I get this new lens? It was after last summer, definitely. Because the the kit lens that comes with the camera I have, which is the Canon EOS M50 Mark 1, not Mark 2, it's kind of garbage. It's kind of not great. I mean, it's fine as a kit lens, but as like an actual lens, it's just like, it's kind of chopped. I don't, I don't, I didn't really like it. And then because, you know, I bought my camera used, the camera, the camera itself was fine, but the lens was like kind of beat up. Like it was, it had been through some things. It was well-loved. I'll call it that. It was a well-loved lens. Um, And now I have, well, again, I've had this telephoto lens for some time, But now I have this telephoto lens and it's like, I'm about to be in my photography bag. Like when I get back from this trip, you guys will not be able to stop looking at the pictures that I'm going to be posting onto twitter.com because I'm just mm, like, mm, I'm definitely looking forward to the photo opportunities because that's going to be great. Um, Yeah, I even bought a whole new SD card for this trip because I have the one that I've had for... I mean, since college, and that's fine, but it's only like, well, how how big is that? I think it's like 64 gigabytes, which, I mean, fills up quickly, faster than you'd imagine. So I got a new one that I'm currently using as a bookmark in this book on my desk, and it is 128 gigabytes, and I don't anticipate on filling that up, because I'm not really going to be taking a whole lot of videos, but, you know it'll have lots of room. I have debated, you know, like, oh, should I, should I make a travel vlog? But like, no, no, it's not happening. I just can't. Like, nothing against travel vlogs. I've actually been watching a lot of Will on the Whims, no, Will on a Whims travel vlogs, and I do really like them, but it's just, I do not want to be the bozo just having a camera pointed at myself in public like all the youtube videos that i've made have been within the comfort of my own home i'm pretty sure i mean yeah i don't know where else i would have made them but they've been in privacy i've been able to you know be myself without being looked at by the world around me aside from the people who watch them which i don't have to watch people watching my videos. So like it's fine. But like, you know, I don't I don't wanna be that guy in public with a camera pointed at myself. That's like that's not the vibe. It's not the vibe that I'm going for and it's not a vibe that I like. So that idea has already been vetoed by myself. There's not gonna be a travel vlog. I hate to say it. But um I don't know, there might be some like snippets here and there. But again, you know, videos do take up a lot of space and even though I do have a brand new SD card. I don't want to fill it up, you know, so yeah, travel tings, but holiday seasons and travel aside, it's the Running My Mouth podcast, so you know what that means, we're gonna talk about music. First of all, okay, first of all, okay, first of all, okay, first of all, I I can't remember the reason why I didn't mention it in my last one, I don't know if it's because I had just seen it, like, after I had recorded it or what the timeline was there, but if you'll think back to I believe it was episode seven of the podcast. Um, it's titled "Headbanging to Uncle Punk," where I talk about my first time going to a punk show here in Jackson. I mention you know my new favorite Uncle Punk band, Crypt eater, and I don't know how they ended up seeing it. I didn't like at them or anything. Um, I I did include their name in the title of the short that I made. Um but the 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 vocalist for uh, for Uncle Punk <laughs> for Crypt Eater saw the video and commented on it and he's also subscribed. So hello my new favorite Uncle Punk if you're watching this um shout out to you. I really want to see you guys again at some point but hopefully, you know, my well it's not like I have a wacky schedule. I'm not out here busy in these streets I'm just tired after work most of the time but you know the next Crypt Eater show I want to be there I want to make an effort to be there because I, I did I did really like the music and the vibes but yeah it's kind of weird too because you know even though I did mention them by name in the video and in the title of the short it's kind of weird I don't really know how to explain it sometimes I feel how how, how can I say this I need to formulate my words correctly. Sometimes I forget that people can see me, you know? It's kind of weird. Like, sometimes, you know, not just, like, online, because, you know, if you don't really have that big of an audience online, which mine is microscopic, it's there, but it's very tiny. But if you don't have a a big audience online, sometimes, you know, when, when you make things and post them places, it really feels like you're screaming into the void, which I am honestly very okay with. Like, I, you know, if I'm screaming into the void, then that's fine for me, but sometimes people can hear you. People can hear you scream, and they heard me scream, and thankfully, they appreciated it, Um, but yeah, it's kind of crazy that sometimes when I make things, and I mention people, they might see it, (laughs) so, you know, I mean, this is, this is far from the first time this has happened. I mean, the whole Lily Jean saga, which to be fair, they were kind of, you know, weird in the way that they were like hyper fixated on anyone talking about them, no matter the size of their audience. So like, it, honestly, I was halfway expecting them to at least see the video and I wasn't expecting them to try to, you know, copyright strike it. That was definitely weird. Because I thought I was safe, but I think that whole saga happened, like, two years ago. Because it's crazy, the passage of time. Because number one, I was living at home. And number two, this is like, before I had even gone natural with my hair. So, yeah, it's been a while since I've I've made that video and that whole saga happened. But anyways, all that to say is that um, Stream Crypt Eater, I guess. (laughs) Well, hold on, they're on Bandcamp, they are on Bandcamp, and they have, I think, an EP out, so if you do want to stream them, you can, so, um, and if you're, if you're in the Jackson area, and you want to see them perform, they do sometimes, and it's great, they have great energy, I like them, I like them a lot, and I'm glad, I'm glad that they liked what I had to say about them, um, but on to what I, what I actually wanted to talk about today, so music mu- music news oh man okay this isn't <laughs> this isn't the thing that I wanted to talk about but the when we were young festival for next year oh man oh man I gosh I I don't know what to say other than I am so sad because I'm not going well at I- I can't say like, oh, I'm not going. I don't know if I'm not going yet, but I, listen, I've never been to any kind of music festival. I know it's like a one day thing, but it's like it's going to be a plane right away. And, you know, it's just it is on a Saturday. I will give it that. I think when is October 24th? Is that a Saturday? I don't even know if it's on October 24th. I don't even know if this is important. We're going to find out. I'm pretty sure it's either on a Friday or a Saturday. It's near the weekend. Let's see, when we were, we're, W-E-R-E, young, 2024, yeah, it's on a Saturday, October 19th, not October 24th, and man, I, it's just the, wait, hold on, that is an old, that is an old poster, where is the updated one, it is very expensive, like, a one day, well, I mean, it is only one day, but a general admission ticket is like $325. And I believe that's um, including fees because they make a point to say no hidden fees. But gosh, all these bands performing their albums in full, I guess, I don't know if this is like a trend or anything. I mean, I'm, I'm sure bands must have done it before at some point, but I feel like I'm hearing about it more and more, bands going on tour and like playing albums in full which i think is fantastic because me personally an album purist i only listen to albums front to back so i think having them be performed that way pretty great um on my birthday last year i saw the devil wears Prada perform zombie and zombie 2 but it wasn't in order and there were like other songs sprinkled throughout um but a couple months ago when was that August? Yeah, August of this year. I saw Bless the Fall uh, perform Hollow Bodies in full, which was great. You know, I I love that experience. And one tour that I think either starts this weekend or like next weekend. So like today or like next Saturday or Friday or whenever it starts. Um, And this one also hurts my heart because I won't be able to attend because, I mean, there's no dates near me. But August Burns Red performing Rescue and Restore, which is like my favorite album of theirs, probably only because it's the album of theirs that I've listened to the most, and I haven't really listened to much of their other work, but they're performing Rescue and Restore in full, and I won't be there, and that, I think, is an injustice. I'm taking it very personally, and, you know, I've (laughs) I've been talking about it in therapy very much because I am just so upset about it, but yeah bands are they have been doing this pretty often i am still personally manifesting a everchanger 2024 tour what's so incredibly crazy is that both my camera battery and my audio recorder battery died like at the same time which is insane anyways as i was saying i am still manifesting an everchanger 2024 uh, Invent Animate tour, because next year is going to be the 10th anniversary, and oh man, I just, I, you know, it would really, it would really suck, but it would also be, like, just my luck if I manifest a tour like that, and they end up making no stops near me, because their last headlining tour that I was very much looking forward to eventually happening had no stops near me, and it's like, I will not allow myself to miss seeing Everchanger being played... God, okay, microphone. (laughs) I will not allow myself to miss hearing Everchanger in full live. I think my soul might actually leave my body if I'm able to see that. Like, I will... I'm not even going to die. I'm just going to ascend straight to heaven like Enoch, you know? That's how important that is to me like i want that to happen so bad and you know i got i got a little bit of coin saved up you know this is supposed to be like my permanent savings so maybe shouldn't be spending it william nillium but i'm willing i'm willing to drop a bag on this i'm willing to drop a bag on seeing everchanger in full because like you know I, I'll drop a bag and I'll take some days off work. I'll take more than one day off work, okay? I need this personally. Like, I I need that. I, I don't know what else I can say. But anyways, back to what I'm actually trying to talk about. When we were young, 2024. So I, I looked at this poster and I was just like, oh man. Because I mean, I was never really all that big into My Chemical Romance. But having them like in their resurgence era playing the Black Parade in full is going to be a major, major moment for the what are what are my chemical romance fans called? The chemists? I don't know. Um, that's crazy. How do I not know that? They, do they have a name? They, they definitely have a name. I just don't know what it is. But for those folks, it's going to be a big deal. And then for some reason, well, maybe not for some reason. Maybe they just didn't agree to it, but Fallout Boy will also be there not playing an album in full unless they just haven't announced which album they've decided on playing yet. It should be infinity on high. I, I think we all know that, which I think in their in their tour, they've been playing some like deep cuts from that album, which is honestly great. I'm glad like all of these bands are having like their little throwback moment, you know, it might be. I wouldn't even say it's a cash grab. It they're catering to the OGs, which I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that a cash grab. I think it's good that they're doing that. And I'm I'm glad that more bands are doing that. But we have, man. It's not, you know, well, okay. Do I like a day to remember's homesick better than What's I had to look up to remember what it's called. What separates me from you? I mean, I I often say that what separates me from you, from a day to remember, is like the redheaded stepchild of their discography because people just forget about it. But then again, nobody. Their first album, whose name I can't even remember. <laughs> I mean, I yeah that that one's probably the actual redheaded stepchild, not you know. album where two of the songs on it are like in their spotify top 10 so maybe not but they're they're performing homesick in full and pierce the veil is performing collide with the sky and oh man dance gavin dance is performing my favorite album certified no skip hitter mothership in full who else is on here Bayside performing I definitely forgot the name of this album is it just called Bayside it might it might be self-titled hold on no it's not self-titled was their first album but I've been listening to Devotion and Desire for like yeah it is self-titled for, for a while I think that song is gonna show up like in my Spotify unwrapped it's almost Spotify unwrap season I'm looking forward to that who else is on here? Mayday Parade performing. Is it a lesson in romantics? I believe that's what it's called. In full, red jumpsuit apparatus. The Devil Wears Prada is playing. Plagues like we've got. We've got some some classics in here. Sleeping with sirens. Let's cheers to this. Discovering the waterfront. Oh my god! Like come on, come on. Would I pay $300 to see this? Also, I should point out, there are a lot of bands on this lineup. And this is like a one-day festival. So I don't know if they're going to add on another day or what. I don't, I don't know. But then again, I think for the most part, these albums are what? 30 to 45 to maybe 50 minutes max. And there's probably going to be like a multiple stage setup. Again, I've never been to a festival before, so I don't really know how it works. But, you know... (sighs) if I had, and you know, the 325, that's only to get into the festival. That doesn't include my airfare. That doesn't include, you know, my accommodations, food, things of that nature. And it's like, oh man, I, I don't think I would drop the money on it. Cause like, I just don't have that much to be throwing around at this juncture, but you know, if it were invent animate playing, ever in full. Maybe I would make some questionable financial decisions. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't been put in the that position yet. I'll cross that bridge when I get there. So, you know. And also, they probably it is a little wild and wacky to do a payment plan on a con not not even a concert ticket, it's a festival ticket. But like, you know. You know, I've never had the opportunity to go to Warp Tour because when it was, when it was dying out a little bit, I was, you know, I was in high school. And um, I mean, I think Warp Tour would make a stop in Atlanta. But still, that's it's kind of far for me being in high school and also not having any money. So like, it never, it never ended up happening. You know, when I first learned about what Warp Tour was, as, as a little 14 year old I did always want to go but of course you know logistically n- not super feasible for me at the time and also it was kind of I don't know if it was fully falling off by that point by like 2014 2015 but you know it's giving it's giving warp tour again except they're not they're not going around the country they're only going to be in Las Vegas Nevada in October which I mean it's not like you know, super hot but it's november i mean let, let's check the let's check today's high in las vegas which i shall remind you is in the middle of the desert las vegas nevada high of 72 low of 51 what's the 39% humidity surprisingly let's see i mean okay these are pretty mild temperatures in fact i would say they're probably comparable to here in fact it might be hotter here but you know but let's see what the humidity is here because it has been raining 52 percent. so you know i mean that might not actually be that bad That, that might be fine actually i don't know i don't know it might be okay but um yeah that's uh all those bands performing, some some of those albums I would say are their best for, you know, out of their collective discography, some of them iconic, their most iconic albums, I'll say that, because whether or not they are the best, that's, that's objective, or what is it, subjective, that's up to you, but icon status, I think that is measurable, I think icon status can be measured, you know, so it's like, oh, man, it would be really nice. It would be really nice to see some of these bands before, you know, no band can last forever. They're going to break up eventually. And segue. Oh, segue. That wasn't even on purpose. Can you believe that? Wow. Speaking of bands breaking up and not lasting forever. Our, our good sis issues. She has um, reached the sunset of her life. The band issues. I actually haven't seen any official post on it. Just like a Reddit post on the Metalcore subreddit. So I could I'm I'm gonna look this up. Issue's band. In fact, I think they might be um having some kind of farewell tour. Yeah, they're having only a few fair uh, a few stops in this fillwort tour, but you know. Let's see. So on the 17th. They announced they're breaking up. And um, honestly, you know, I remember when Michael Bond was kicked out. Like, when was that? Was that when I was in college? I can't remember. It was a while ago. And I, I remember being totally scandalized by that incident, um, which I don't I don't know if the, the scandalization was warranted or not, because I'm the type of person where if my my engagement with a musical group or a band starts... And a lot of the time stops at me just listening to their music. I don't even watch music videos anymore. Like, I used to be so into that, like 2009, 2010. Really, honestly, up till like 2012, I was really into music videos. I don't know what happened along the way, but I just stopped watching them. They, they're not that important to me anymore. So I don't even watch music videos. I'm not out here, you know, trying to learn these musicians like favorite colors, like I, it doesn't matter to me that much anymore. I just don't engage with bands or musicians like that, you know, like a, a K-pop stan would, you know? So maybe Michael Bond being kicked out was like totally justified. I don't know the T there. Um, I've heard, again, on the Metalcore subreddit, so take that as you will, that he's like hard to work with and refuse to get like vocal lessons or something like that. But you know, the, the unclean vocalist being kicked out of a band and like not being replaced, that felt that felt watershed to me, honestly. So, you know, from there I thought, okay, how, how much longer is this band gonna last? Um and it turns out only a few years, apparently. So I I, I liked issues. They they had their moments. I like self-titled. Honestly, <laughs> this isn't necessarily true for issues itself, because I do remember, you know, like listening to Woe Is Me and then listening to issues for the first time. And I'm like, wait a minute, sounds like the same guy. So, and then I learned about all of that. And like the the trajectory of the people in those two bands has just been eternally messy. I don't know what to say about it. I mean, Michael Bond, he's back with what, Woe Is Me now. So it's like, okay, well, cool. So, you know. Speaking of Woe is Me, this isn't something, this isn't a topic, so it's not like a, a great segue like last time. But um they have put out some new music and I haven't listened to it. I'm kind of scared though, because you know, do not start playing. Do not start playing. Okay. I accidentally tapped a song on Spotify. I'm I'm scared to listen to them because I don't want it to be like Attack Attacks recent comeback where it's like, well. This is different, which to be fair to Attack Attack, the three of those original albums, all of them are completely different from one another. So the fact that they're taking like another complete musical 180 doesn't really surprise me. But, you know, part of me just wants Crabcore to come back, you know, and I know that's never going to happen. So and I'm I'm scared to listen to Woe Is Me's new music, even though it is mostly you know aside from he who shall not be named mostly the same um lineup I just I'm scared it's not gonna it's not gonna be what I want you know I listen to numbers a lot I listen to it a whole lot and you know I remember when I when I realized they would be like back together I started listening to it to it a lot more and it's like you know do all the drum fills on numbers sound, like, exactly the same? Yes. Is that a bad thing? Maybe. Depends on who you ask. But it gives it that, you know, that that 2010s flair, you know? So it's like, I like it for what it is. And we're probably not going to be getting another one, so. But I guess since they are touring now, which I, th- I think they're touring now, they toured for, like, a hot second. They they showed up some places. um. You might you might be able to to hear hear numbers in concert. So I just I'm just not sure how I feel about it. I haven't listened to their, their new music. I don't know if I want to listen to their new music. I wanna preserve my memories of it. I'll just say that much. I want to preserve my memories of it. I'm gonna pretend that they haven't released anything after 2012 it makes me feel a little bit better. I had to do that with Fall Out Boy for a while. I had to pretend they never got back together after 2009 because what what is the name of their first album when they came back? Save Rock and Roll. Save Rock and Roll was fine. She had her moments. I was really into it at the time. But American Beauty, American Psycho, and what whatever the heck misery was. I had to I had to purge that from my mind. I had to pretend she wasn't there. Pretend she didn't exist. Pretend I did not know her cuz man I think I think we all collectively forget that misery existed though cuz like wow. And I don't even think I've listened to their their new album in full so much for for Stardust. Just that one um that one single they put out like the first one. Love from the other side. I did like that one, but, you know, I just don't want to be disappointed anymore. I don't want to open up my heart to sadness with some of these bands releasing things that just aren't going to live up to my not even that high expectations. Maybe it's because, you know, I was scared of change, knowing nothing would be the same. Stressed and overwhelmed, I began to cave. That is, um, that's our last night. Scared. Is that our last night, actually? Let me not, um, make things up, actually. What is that? What is that song? Hold on. I know it's, I know it's, I know it's, hold on. Scared of change. Yeah, Oak Island. Speaking of our last night, I was listening to, um, why can't I remember anything? I've been going through like a weird period where, among other things, my memory has just been nuked. Like I cannot remember the simplest things to save my life. And I can't remember the name of this dang, this dang album. Oh my gosh. Where is it? it should be on my homepage. Um Nope, it's not there. We Will All Evolve. That is the name of the album by Our Last Night. I've been listening to that a little bit more recently. And I realized, um, you know, on Spotify, I've been listening. I listen to music when I work, which is, you know, I recommend it, actually. It kind of depends on what you do for work. But if you like edit and listen to music, you can kind of do that at the same time. I used to be the kind of person where I need like complete silence. But now that I work in like a in an open office, like I kind of need to focus, and listening to music actually helps when I edit, which is interesting. Anyways, I've been listening to We Will All Evolve, and I realized in, like, the side panel that they had some tour dates coming up. And then I remembered, you know, our last night, they're a band that has a lot of streams on covers, and I can't even really tell, you know, I think they only release them as singles. I don't really know. I, I don't know, but like when our last night goes on tour do they do they do the covers or is it all original music and i mean are the people who are seeing them on tour do they want to hear the covers personally i wouldn't that's just me but you know is it all covers like is do they switch it up like do they play stuff from we will all evolve how does how do the girlies react to that you know Um, these are questions that I have. I would like to know. Call in our last night. We're standing by. Um, what are you guys doing on tour? (laughs) I love how I just talked about, you know, saying, saying things about people and not knowing whether or not they can, um, they know that I'm, that I'm talking about them. But I don't, I don't think our last night is listening to the Running My Mouth podcast. I'm just going out on a limb. However, I do remember one time that I tweeted that, um, Day to Remember was currently in their flop era and the drummer liked the tweet. So maybe I should be careful. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't say anything bad about I last night. I just wanted to know if they did covers on the road. Speaking of a Day to Remember, oh, another segue. I'm so good at this, you guys. Oh my gosh. Anyways, speaking of a Day to Remember, they released a reissue or a remix or a remaster. I don't think it's re-recorded. I'm not entirely sure, though, because there's, like, no details. They have a new version of, um, for those who have Heart up on Spotify and presumably other streaming platforms. Um, and I listened to it because, you know, I like the album and I wanted to see. Because at first, when I saw it again on the Metalcore subreddit, I spent a lot of time on the Metalcore subreddit. Because that's where I get, like, all of my new music and tour news from. So it's, like, there's really no other, other place to get it from. Um... So I saw it on Reddit and people, the first thread that I saw, people were saying it was garbage, like it was terrible, it sounded awful, it was no good, very bad, terrible, boo-boo, gross, the worst, essentially. And another thread that I saw about it, the people in it were saying that it was fine. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a listen. At first I I had to make sure, you know, I had to hold my outrage if there was going to be any outrage. And the original version is still, you can still listen to it. It's on, it's on the platform. So it's like, this isn't replacing, you know, the currently available version, which I do know some bands and artists, they do, you know, have new versions of their music and they replace their old ones for whatever reason they didn't do this here. This is like a, this is a, a remaster, I guess. Um, and I listened to it and I thought it was fine. You know, I mean, it honestly put me in a good mood because it's a great album and it's a, it's an album that I listened to a lot when I was in high school, uh, along with, I think just most of it, they remember music. Um, so, you know, it put me in a good mood while listening to it. I think the only thing that I could really notice about it is that the vocals to me, it sounded like I didn't really listen to it in my like ideal setup. So I was listening to it on like headphones, like over ear headphones, you know, at my work computer. So not my ideal setup. But what I could notice was that there was a lot of reverb on the vocals in some parts where there previously was none. Um, And also the drums were mixed so that, I don't know how to explain this, but not reverb, but, Man, I don't I don't know how to explain this. It's um Okay, so like if if you hear like a not maybe a snare, I really don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to try my best to explain this, but like maybe a snare or like the floor tom of a of a drum kit, you know, when sometimes <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job. Sometimes in songs, it'll okay, It'll like have not reverb, but like you know when you <laughs> this okay. I'm trying my best when you like take the sound of a cymbal and you like reverse it, so it's like instead of being tss, it's like tss. that. I hope that makes sense. Um, but like the the lead the lead in to like the drum actually being striked striked struck. My brain is melting. I I've, I've heard I've heard the, the sound that I'm terribly describing um, in a lot of newer music. Um, and I'll say especially you don't really or at least I don't I don't really notice it in like studio versions. But like, let's say on live versions or not live versions, but hearing it live, like, you know, there's like a certain, (laughs) I should just stop. I don't know. I can't, I can't explain this very well. Just listen to the album. You'll hear what I'm talking about. If you've heard, you know, the old album a bajillion times, like I have, you'll, you'll be able to spot what I'm, what I'm talking about. But I, I really want to try though. Okay. So like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't explain it. Never mind. Pretend I said nothing. I don't know what I'm talking about um so there were some subtle differences with the album um there were oh man one of the songs hold on I did generally like or was just fine with you know this this version of the album but what one was it was it this I'm probably gonna have to mute this in post when I listen to this but I think it might be colder than my heart if you can imagine I heard it's the softest thing ever I think it was done on this one. Like, I. Th- okay, there are a little, a-, a few more, like, you know, what do you call them? Bliss? There's some bliss. There's a few added ones. There's some eeeahs. There are some added ones, but I why would you put that at the beginning of the song? Like this is this is I don't I don't think it fits the vibe. Like, why is that in the beginning of the song? I didn't really like it. It's at the beginning, it's at the end as well. And um Honestly, that's the only thing I didn't like, but you know, the old version is still still there for me to hear it. Overall, I thought it was fine, enjoyable even, so you know, that's, that's my review, (laughs) my no, no sense-making review of the, the remastered version of, um, for those who have heart I didn't remember, so I am still chomping at the bit, frothing at the mouth, itching and scratching and feral for any, any information, any information, the next single, like, the 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 first note of the next single the first note of the first song on the album I just want anything I am just like I rabid domestication lost I am really really looking forward to I don't even know if it's an album it could just be an EP for Viltiarta and I haven't been able to find anything about it because I mean maybe I'm just like not good at googling things but anytime I look up Vildharta new album it just shows me Mastodon under Vatten, which is, I mean, it is their latest album, but it also came out, like, 2021, and they've put out two new singles, I mean, since then, so, like, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, like, give me something, just, like, a whisper, like, I don't know, Smoke Signals, like, A Dove, something about this new album, because these two singles, I cannot get enough of them, they are so good, and it's, like, I just give me some, the first letter of the album title, like Morse code, something, man, I just, I just want to know, like, what, what, what's next, you know, like, when's it coming out, when's it dropping, like, you know, I don't know, I, I, I'd really like to know more about this album, but I just can't, you know, if I spoke Swedish, then maybe I'd be able to find out more information by, you know, accessing an entirely new corner of the internet, previously unavailable to me because I didn't speak the language. I think, honestly, if you've ever thought about learning a new language, you know, for any reason, I think, to me anyways, aside from being able to communicate with, like, an entirely new subset of people, um, being able to access another corner of the internet would be so cool. Because, like, you have... The English language internet, which I think comprises probably most of the internet, considering, well, I don't don't know considering what, but given that, you know, either as primary or secondary languages, a lot of the world does speak English, but a lot of the world doesn't speak English. And like, you know, what, what what is Spanish Twitter, what is Spanish language Twitter talking about? Like, what's the goss there, you know? What is Portuguese Twitter talking about? What is Japanese Twitter talking about? You know? I want to know these things. So if I, if I knew Swedish, I might be able to access the Swedish internet. Well, there's probably a wealth of information about Harta's new album, but I can't. Because I'm just a, a dumb, monolingual American living in America. So I'm just, I'm just left to wallow and suffer with no new information. Speaking of um, wallowing and suffering, <laughs> um, I'm not no wallowing and suffering. I, we're still on music because again, this is the Running My Mouth podcast where we talk about music, among other things. Um, but I am going to see Veil vale of Maya in concert. I, I'm not that super into Veil vale of Maya. Like I, I liked. Um, here, here go my brain forgetting things. Here, here she go just forgetting false idol i like false idol i like some other tracks of theirs and you know they, they they have their moments and honestly i would really like to see them live because there are some bands that i have seen live where i've not really been super into their discography but seeing them perform live is like a whole transcendental experience i mean that was kind of what it was like for me with the devil wears prada which i I've probably said this, like, a bajillion times already, but I'll keep saying it because it's just true, but I wasn't really all that into their music. Like, I I knew a few of their tracks off of a few of their albums, you know, the big ones, but seeing them live really added, like, a whole new layer for me, and I think, you know, Veil of Maya, again, I know a few of their tracks off a few of their albums, but I think seeing them live might add a whole new layer for me, and also... There is something flying around in here. It's a fly. Go away. Um, I They have some headliners. I haven't heard of any of them. So I'm going to be in for a night of discovery. Seeing Veil vale of My Alive. And, you know, I, I might even enjoy it. I hope I will. But that will be in February. So I got a little bit of ways to go until then. But I am honestly looking forward to it, you know. Because now... November into December there are going to be some tours that usually get announced around this time for like next spring. so like uh, I'm just waiting for that one that one magical tour announcement. Oh speaking of freaking magical tour announcements I saw I get emails actually this wasn't even in an email. So like if you have an Android phone, well you don't even have to have an Android phone for this but if you have Google Chrome as a browser on your phone and you open up a new tab, it'll give you like a, a discover list and I for some reason get a lot of like camera and like lens news in my discover aside from you know music local news I mean what else is in here drag race stuff stuff like that but in my discover I got oh and a lot of sim stuff too a strange amount of sims stuff considering I haven't played the sims in a big long while but anyways in my discover on google chrome I got I don't even know if I have this tab open anymore where is it maybe I don't maybe I closed it or nor I think I closed it dang it well I think there's gonna be like a festival in the UK or something and at first I was like oh I, I saw the two names and I was like oh my goodness, this is, oh, this is amazing, but it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be in the UK only, so it's like, whatever, man, but Meshuga and Animals as Leaders are, like, headlining a festival in the UK, and you know what, hold on, I'm gonna look this up, let's see, Animals as, as Leaders UK Festival, um, what is this? Yeah, I think this is what I had seen actually. Yeah, Mashuga and Animals as Leaders announced for Arc Tangent. I don't even know what that is. It's tenth anniversary at Fernhill Farm in Somerset between August fourteenth and the 7th, So oh God seventeenth. Um. Yeah, it's a festival. I won't be there. It's in the UK, but man, I really would like to see Mashuga live. I've already seen Animals as Leaders live on Juneteenth the the best the best time and I do really want to see them again I really really want to see them again so I'm hoping you know honestly I don't even have to see them headline again you know being an opener that's fine I've I've gone to see shows just because of the openers and I was sufficiently entertained so it's like but honestly I'm trying to think like the year is almost over and I don't want to be like dramatic or anything like that, but I do genuinely think seeing animals as leaders on Juneteenth was like the best day of the year for me. Like what an experience. What an experience. I don't know, man. It was just great. I think about it and it makes me instantly happy. So, you know, I think it's not really a high bar to clear, but definitely seeing Animals as Leaders in concert was probably, without a doubt, the, the best day of the year. However, the year isn't over. It could get better. So, but yeah, I saw Michigan sure Animals as Leaders, and I got real happy, and then I saw UK, and I was like, ah, oh, God. But we have, let's see, Pliny, the elder. Not the elder. Um... I'm trying to see let's see textures, you know, these kind of proggy, genty, experimentally type of bands. Yeah, it's in freaking Bristol. It's like, "Oh, I'm not not going to be me." But, you know, if you're able if you're able to go to Arc Tangent in Bristol next year, I hope you enjoy it. But also, I think animals as leaders is on like their european tour right now or they will be soon because it had to be rescheduled because of covid but man i would love to see them again like wow that was serendipitous because i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> i think i maybe i have talked about it already i think i have talked about it already on the podcast i'd be utterly surprised if i didn't which I know I have talked about already, but I'm going to talk about it again. That was really serendipitous because the only reason I even found out about that show that they did in New Orleans is because I got an email in like my promotions tab. And a lot of people probably don't check their promotions tab, but I do because sometimes I get tour announcements in there and it's like, whoa. And I got that in there and I saw that they would be in New Orleans on a holiday that I would have the day off for. And I was like, I was celebrating. I was doing backflips. I was, my heart exploded in a good way. And it's like, you know, a lot of the people too, as I was listening to, um, you know, eavesdropping on conversations in line, a lot of people didn't even know that it was, you know, actually going on because it wasn't really advertised that much. And as such, it wasn't that big of a crowd. I don't think. and I ended up being like third in line for that, which I don't know if it's just like the House of Blues in New Orleans or what, but I've only been there twice. And the two times that I have been there, I've been like second or third in line, which is kind of crazy. I love that for me. And I always got that barrier spot. So yes, ma'am. But um, yeah, it's just like, uh, it was perfect. It was just a perfect day. It was really hot. It was hot as balls outside, but it was refrigerated in there. They had it cold. And I was like, it's just, you know, I don't often go back and and watch, you know, concert footage that I have taken. I do sometimes, but I keep going back to the stuff that I shot of Animals as Leaders because it's just, it makes my heart happy. Music really is something that is deeply, deeply important to me. And I mean, if you haven't realized that by now already, I'm articulating it for you now. And, you know... Animals as Leaders, I wouldn't say they're my favorite band. You know, I genuinely, if I if I am ever able to see Periphery live, live and in concert, like I was supposed to if a stupid tornado didn't come. But (laughs) I think, you know, being able to see Periphery live, that that is when my soul is going to leave my body. Like I'm going to get plucked up into heaven like Enoch. Like that will be truly transcendent for me that, wow. And like, if I could see them in like a a nice, really small kind of intimate venue, almost like the House of Blues in New Orleans, which it's not small, small, and it's not like super intimate, but it is definitely, it's on the smaller side, you know, And, and being able to be that close and like have such a good view and just the sound setup was stellar. And it's like, if I could have that for periphery, my soul will absolutely leave my body. And I got got a little notification, Amazon. I've been getting so many Amazon notifications, probably because it's um, almost Black Friday. But I got a notification that um, the Juggernaut Double EP is uh, back in stock, the vinyl for it. And I don't know, I might buy it. It's not even that expensive. It was like $33. The only thing is that it'll be coming from the UK for some reason. But I would really like to have it. I think that would really complete my vinyl wall. I won't obviously stop collecting after that because there's going to be other albums that I'm going to really like that I'm going to want to own. But I think once I get at least another one just to kind of complete this display that you can't even see, but if I get another one to go in the spot above my New Demons album. Then I'm, I think I'm going to move on to another spot to put my vinyls, probably in my bedroom because my bedroom walls are like barren, but um, that'll, that'll just, it would make my heart so happy to be able to see Periphery live. Like, uh, yeah, I love music, guys. I just love music. I don't even know how long I've been going for. Let's see, probably about an hour. And I think all I've talked about is music and I can't, I can't quite see, I mean, my computer is far away, but if I, the last one was 24 minutes before my thing died. So I think now, you know, it's like, what time is it? 8.30, shall I need to go to bed. <laughs> I need to get my eight hours because I certainly haven't been getting them this past week. And I, who knows if I'm going to be getting them this next week. So I need to, Get what what sleep I can before I cannot. So, this has been the fourteenth, very musical episode of the Running My Mouth podcast. Thank you for allowing me to run my mouth. Follow me on Twitter, where I will continue to blab about music. And I'm looking outside because someone there someone is driving outside. Anyways, um, follow me on Twitter. I'm gonna keep calling it Twitter until it inevitably flops. Cause honestly, she Miss Musk Tina might be um going broke pretty soon. So, you know, who knows if it'll be around for much longer. And if it if it does flop, then I'll just go to Tumblr. And when I do, you will you will find out. So yeah, which I don't know, Tumblr might be on her way out too. I don't know, man. The internet used to be fun. It's not fun anymore. It really isn't. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to go. End of the episode. Goodbye. Oh. Happy Thanksgiving if you celebrate. I know you weird Canadians have it in October, but you know, us regular regular Americans, we have it in November. So if you're listening to this on or about Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. If you have nothing to be thankful for, I don't know, I don't know what to say to that. I hate that for you. (laughs) If you have nothing to be thankful for, figure it out, I don't know, goodbye.